the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Are you moving town? Are you moving country? Moving and getting a new job? Yikes. 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 We know all about that. Yeah, we do. Uh, Sarah Elliston is back on Big Blend Radio's Quality of Life show today, and she's going to talk about her latest article that's up on blendradioandtv.com on how to handle the basics, basic instincts of freeze, flight, or fight when dealing with change such as moving. And, uh, you know, spring is coming. I know some of you don't believe it, but it is here in the desert southwest in Tucson, it is. Um, wildflowers already popping up. And yes. in spring, that's when spring cleaning happens, and a lot of people start doing that move. And so it's a really good time to talk about um, you know, how to handle the big move and uh, have fun with it, because apparently there, you can have fun moving. Do you believe that? <laughs> well, I think it's more, She's laughing. It's, it's more fun to unpack the boxes than it is to pack them. Well, sometimes that's a pain, too. <laughs> so anyway, Sarah is the author of the book Lessons from a Difficult Person, How to Deal with People Like Us. I can get on Amazon. You can also go to her website, sarahelliston.com. And, you know, when, when we do move, that's when we do become difficult people. It happens. Especially even kids get all like, eh. I don't want to. I don't want to go to a new school. Uh, she is a faculty member of the William Glasser Institute and is a workshop leader and trainer. She is certified in values, realization, parent, excuse me, parent effectiveness training, and reality therapy, which I love. I need that. Uh, so everyone, again, SarahElliston.com is her website, and she's got a great blog on there, and she's also an expert up on BlendRadioAndTV.com. So welcome back, Sarah. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad to be back. Hey, hey so let's talk, talk about the about joy of moving. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's change, fun. you know. It's change. Change it's is work. tricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like what you say in your article is change challenges our sense of control. Yikes, I never thought of it that way. Well, our habits are the way we we sort of take take over our um our universe you know our life it says we we know we're going to get up and we get off this side of the bed and the first thing we do is take a shower and brush our teeth and when we come out of the bathroom we're ready to get dressed uh and you know it goes in an order and if the phone rings in the middle of it it sort of throws the order off but it's not as bad as a fire alarm you know or a mm-hmm, sick child sure. calling <laughs> out to you and and so your whole Suddenly you find yourself, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, you you know, you find yourself in the hospital 
with your blue jeans pulled on over your bedclothes, you know, your pajamas or whatever, and and you feel completely kind of on tilt because you've been focused mm-hmm. on something else that's so important. So when 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 something comes to rattle us, when something different pops into our sphere, our brains are designed, you know, to to uh, save us from from the dinosaurs or whoever. So uh, we we go. We have three choices. Our our brain will either fight, which is you know to stand firm and or argue or however that translates, F- flee, run away, or just freeze and stop. You know, you think mm-hmm. of the lizards that just stop and freeze and change color, and then you know people walk right by mm-hmm. them because we don't see them. So all of us have the, this in our brain, and just as animals do. But then we have this thinking brain <laughs> in the front of the brain, um, at the top of you know okay. the, the head, and hopefully, if if you uh, aren't too scattered, you can pop into your thinking brain fairly quickly. And uh, it took me a long time in my life to realize that I, I usually uh, responded to change with defiance and arguments and sort of fight and. Uh, I was one of these people that if you tried to give me negative feedback or any feedback, <laughs> I would cry. That was my, my uh, probably my instinct to flee or, um, mm. you know, or freeze. And it, I remember being an adult in my 30s and thinking, why can't I hear a performance review without crying? Usually it was a positive review, <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, so, but it's all tied together with the instincts. And what what I had to learn was to say, what's going on? You know, you don't need to cry or it, whatever whatever um, uh, I was feeling. I can remember sitting in meetings and wanting to argue with whoever was leading the meeting because I felt they were wrong, and telling myself, it, it first I would say it doesn't matter. Or you know, he isn't really interested in your opinion. I would, my thinking brain would kick in because as a younger person, I would raise my hand and say, you know, you've got that information incorrect. And not really, he he didn't care. <laughs> he just wanted to do his thing, and I would get into trouble. Yeah. So I learned. Okay, so that's a fight, flight, or or freeze. And when we're moving through our life, and everything seems to be, you know, we. We know where things are in the house. We know how, how what how it feels to prepare the meals and eat together, and the coats hang up here. And we finally figured out where to put our car keys, so they're always there when we look for them, and we don't have to keep hunting. You know, you've got your systems pretty much down, and then suddenly <laughs> you're going to move. Yeah, and, and start even all if over you want to move, <laughs> right? But even when you want to, people who've got this nailed are, are people who are in the military. Their spouses um, are, if they're living on base and they move every two to five years from one base to the next, they've they've got it pretty much organized in terms of how to move mm-hmm. and how to get into um, the new house and how to set up the systems. Um, yeah, and, the systems know, they, are key. They are. Yes, and they are. You yeah. know, and we interviewed um, a gentleman. Uh, Michael Lyons, Michael Joseph Lyons, he's a, um, you know, he he studies military science, taught it, and uh, was in, was a military brat, and went ah. all over the world. Um, and he wrote a young adult novel called Brat, The Kids of Warriors, and it's a super cool. I love it personally because it's just like the kids, you know, it's like the Hardy Boys, 
and mm-hmm. Nancy Drew, uh, moving countries. It was right after World War II, and it gets into the Cold War. And the mom was like the white glove system. And so from moving, they talk about this system. Like they had rules that no matter where they were, you were always home by 6 o'clock for dinner. It is always served at that time, and that is that. But you're, whatever you do in the day, that's okay. You come back, and you had, you know, you're not allowed to break certain rules. But it gave them this flexibility of kids to run around, explore, but they knew the rules, which kept them from getting into super big trouble. But the mom mm-hmm. had this rule, like the white glove thing was, like even when they were going on a ship uh, from America over to Germany, they still had to clean their rooms. Even though people came in to do it, they still had to mm-hmm. do it. It was a white coat mm-hmm. thing. She would say one word, and that was that. One look, that was that. But it was the systems, and that kept them in some kind of normalcy where your system wasn't based on the place. It was like this internal set of rules that everybody knew, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And and it gave them a sense of control mm-hmm. over their that's lives. It. And that's that's what the systems do. And when someone else does it for you or your mom isn't there and whoever is there says it doesn't matter, then your system is, is on tilt. And some kids mm-hmm. will stay with the system and others will say, oh, goody, I don't have to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you depends. move, though... You can still take some of those things with you. I think that's how Nancy oh, and I yeah. do the tour. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have a list. Yeah. It's like, okay, here we go. Otherwise, we'll drive each other nuts if we do not have the list. Isn't that right, Nancy? That's right. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. So, so what the is this? The book is named The Brat. What was the book named? The name is called Brat. Brat. The Kids of Warriors. Yes. I'll send you the link. Yeah, michaeljosephlyons.com got a good memory on that it's it's a good book but yeah the list is important we've learned that we travel we move all the time we've moved countries we've moved homes we've you know businesses we've moved during <laughs> fires evacuations and we've learned to have a certain set of rules nancy that you pretty much it, set up a long time ago well i had to you know taking you to africa when you were a year and a half old it was you will do as i say you do not argue you don't question you do it and it, and it was just a look Mm-hmm. Then she yeah, would know, absolutely. you know, and sure. and she did have more freedom than most kids, but that's because I knew that she knew, except for the time she ran away from home. Yeah, but then I knew, and I scared myself silly because some lady took me into her house, and Nancy drove up at that time. Yeah, and they were taking little blonde, blue-eyed kids um, for slaves over in Kenya at that time. That was not a good. I scene. totally watched her do it. It was really kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, going back to moving, <laughs> Sarah. Well, so Go what back. was your system? Uh-huh. What was the system that you had as as you moved? You say you have a oh, list? Well, you know, it's it's priorities. Yeah, you list. know, it's like um we've we learned after moving several times that um uh you packed things that you absolutely didn't even know you had, but you still packed them and took them. And then later on when you grow up on that moving thing, it was I didn't even remember having this, so I obviously don't need it, so go uh-huh. give it to a thrift shop or give it to somebody who wants it and uh-huh. and quit having all of, all this stuff. So then it would get down to the only thing you really have are the things you really want and need. Uh-huh. And then you actually get down to the only thing you have is the things you need. Yeah. And totally. so there's just not that much. 
Yeah. It's amazing. Well, it's a lot simpler. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. we you know, going on the tour the first time around, you know, we're looking at things that even books that we brought over from South Africa and a lot of things have been in, there's certain things that have traveled the world with us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you don't get all the stuff that you ship, especially if you're <laughs> dealing with Africa. It just doesn't happen. And, you know, some of this, and, and so when you go through that, even South Africa, when we had to leave, it was, it was like an overnight thing. And it was really hard to even get our stuff out. We had to use my grandmother's name because, you know, yeah. it was just a, we were in a really scary situation at that point. But uh-huh. we knew, like, this is, these are the treasures, these are not. And mm-hmm. you know those things are valuable. When you go through an evacuation, like a fire evacuation, you know where it is. Uh-huh. And you, basically, if you have a bunch of stuff, you are, that's when you start to have, that's when you trip. Yeah. And so you don't take, it's kind of like, it's Buddhistic, I think, Buddhistic, is that a new word? That's a new um, word. It's kind of <laughs> like word. that, where uh, the tour, we knew, okay, we're going to get a storage unit. We don't need some giant one where things are just going to sit and rot. We need climate control because of Nancy's uh, photography and her paintings. And so, okay, that's what we're going to do, but we're not going to get some huge thing. Why have that, you know, why pay for that? So we went through this big division. The house got divided. So, like, on the dining room side, all the books we were keeping went there, all the treasures, like the, the you know, your heart things that you can't replace go there. And then on the other side was what was donated and paid. By the end of the time, we were going, I remember writing about this on Facebook mm-hmm. and Ruth Milstein, she was talking about this. Why do I have so many pencils? How do we accumulate like a box yeah. of pencils and pens and a junk drawer? How do we accumulate this mm-hmm. stuff in our lives? And it was absolutely amazing. And it was heart-wrenching at times. We found things that we didn't even know we had, right. things that really major treasures that you never look at. So we go through this process. We gave everything away. The Gospel Rescue Mission came, took everything, including the bird bath, you know, <laughs> and some of the plants. And they help set up um, homes for homeless people that are getting jobs and getting back on their feet. So they are able to go and use these things. So it was really cool. And then we go on the road. We couldn't even remember what was in our storage unit when we came back off the road for three years. And now we're going through this process again. Uh-huh. Um, we went ahead to buy things. We didn't, I mean, we had no furniture. We didn't, you know, dishes and everything. However, we did find we had a box in the back of the storage, stupid thinking, mm-hmm. that had the main dishes and two wine glasses, the most important things for us. <laughs> and and we had, and I had already gone and repurchased all those things because I didn't do the list of what we had because we never expected to come back and um, right away, you know. But we had this, uh-huh. like, this is your emergency box, but we just didn't think. Yeah, so that now, should be the last thing. And it's interesting now we're going, storage we're going storage. Yeah, we're going through the process again, and we're looking at all the things that we treasured. Have we opened them? No. So there you go. You keep oh, things. Oh, interesting. Still in You've been home? in my closet. Yeah, You're, so now when you leave it. And, and yeah, here so, are these things that you said they were treasures, but you never looked at them. Right. Well, yeah. the photography so, that we've been doing for years around yeah. all the different like countries. 20 so slides, 20 well, that's different. And we are, they are being used, but they're not used, every single one of them all the time, no. if, you, if you follow me. So they are treasures, but we don't get okay. them out and look at them all the time. All my song lyrics and everything, I don't go and read them again. So hmm. that's, it's, 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 it's the personal items in a way, except for 
the the photography will become different videos. Yeah, we have other things, projects coming yeah. on that, everyone. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> we have some really <laughs> cool things coming up with that. But it is interesting about how you, you know, now we're going through that list again, and it's like, okay, we're already dividing, you know, throwing things away. How did we accumulate all of this stuff all over again? It's not that bad because we've <laughs> learned, but how do we accumulate that? And I wonder how much of um, – we ha- and that's part of that freezing part because all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's like, okay, I need to take a deep breath. Am I going to keep or toss or give away or sell or whatever? So there's those emotions that get in there when you're moving, and you're absolutely right. You know, the, the fight, flight, or freeze, mm-hmm. it's just like animals, and you just you do have to get into a gear. And what Nancy and I have always found is you just start writing things down, and then you have this to-do list. You have deadlines. And if everybody's on board and everybody is assigned a task, and we already know who does what, you know, right. um, Nancy and I already know. We don't even have to say it. You know, it's like if whoever's who's packing the car, Lisa, crabby <laughs> if anybody else does it. You know, right. so there's yeah, certain she things. Has, she has to have it her way, and I really don't care. So go ahead, pack it, because I'm well, driving she's it. Probably so. really good at figuring out the packing. I was that yeah. way with our in my, in my mm-hmm. family. When I was married, is that we'd get all everything out, and then, mm-hmm. then I was the person that put things away, put things in, so that yeah, yeah. I, knew, I knew that. how to get them out, and uh, you know I knew where to because we would go in a van, and sleep in it and live mm-hmm. in it, and that was yeah. easier, of course, before our son was born, and then, then but but I know exactly what mm-hmm. you're talking about. What's interesting is that mm-hmm. I have just chosen to, uh, um, I've hired a, a woman to come and help me. Um, downsize, I think they call it, where I'm going to yeah. go through and get rid of all those pencils. And she absolutely tickled me. She said she loves to do this because it is so exciting when someone gets into the flow of it and um, begins to realize that, you know, they don't need as much as they have or, you know, oh, here's a treasure that they didn't know they had. Or um, and She just gets real excited. I thought... It would be the last job I'd ever want is to help someone sort through their stuff and what yeah. what to give mm-hmm. away. And, 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 and I'm not moving. I mean, eventually I'm going to have to move because I'm, I'm aging. And so eventually I'm going to probably need to move into a place that is a lot smaller. And so I have been looking around saying this is artwork I would want to have all – I would want to be able to see all the time. And, and this is stuff I don't need mm. and – but, but mm-hmm. I haven't actually physically started, and uh, I didn't ask her. I should have asked her how many people sign up and say yes, I want to do this, and then back out at the last minute. Uh, yeah, she's had she's uh, certified as a coach because mm-hmm. um, it you, it it becomes a process of coaching to uh, to help people do this. I process, think it helps you know, help have someone downside. that is. Not even, you know, especially if if it's more than one person and doing it, mm. you know, oh, there yes. there becomes like I want to keep it. No, I want to no get rid of it. Like Nancy and I had this with this my Salvador <laughs> Dali paintings, and she just looked at me and she goes, seriously, when you say about what you don't want to see every day and what you do, that was it. She goes, do you know how gross those are on your walls? I can't stand them. It's like interesting to look at in a museum, but get rid of it. She's made me get rid of stuff, and I've made her get rid of stuff. Because and you have to come at it at this perspective of 
putting yourself in the other person's shoes, but mm-hmm. also having this open mind. And I think when you have someone that's outside of the immediate circle, they come in with this fresh perspective. And uh-huh. it's like, I think it's a really good thing, you know, because yeah. I think you need to have these people and processes that pull you out of that same basic zone where otherwise you will freeze and never get it done. Well, and, and one of the things is when you ask somebody, well, what is it about that that you like? And you, that's, they go into freeze and they can't answer it. Then I'm like, I win. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, if, if, it's your, if it's your daughter, you can say, I win, but you wouldn't say that to your client or something. But yeah. Um, I think uh, what, what it reminded me of was when my mother died and she had downsized into, uh, you know, a four room uh, apartment in a retirement community. And much of the large pieces of furniture had already been assigned. We'd already we knew that when she died, that one, which one of us was going to get what. But we had uh, oh books and smaller pieces of furniture and jewelry. Oh my God, I had no idea she had so much jewelry. And my older sister said, "Well, we should just all take one piece of jewelry and, and sell the rest of it, and you know, divide the money." I said, "Well, whoa, 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 wait a minute." <laughs> wait. <laughs> she had like. She had two big trays full of this jewelry. I said, maybe we could have more than one piece. <laughs> so we settled on three. Um, but and, and it was interesting to, to go through and say, okay, I can have three of these now, which what? And because I hardly wear jewelry at all anymore anyway. So I was really taking it because it, when I wore it, it would remind me of my mother. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's why I wanted it. That was the only reason. I, I mean, otherwise I, I might not have not have wanted it at all so anyway yeah. um yeah what was that it's interesting how Something how that kind of happens when yeah when you have to make a decision whether to keep things and and then i think having that lady help you i think that's interesting because mm-hmm. it does go with who you are in life and where you're going in the future so what i look at you know your article on this whole thing about moving and change it's about getting out of our comfort zone, and it's about actually living life, about changes of living to me. That's about living mm-hmm. and not being yes. stagnant. And so it kind of pushes you into a different zone with your life. So I think that's why, like when you're saying she's a coach and, and this discussion, you know, otherwise you can literally freeze and not stop, get out of it. And we do that when we, want, we don't want to do a chore. We freeze and go, like, I really don't want to face this. Or you have to tell somebody something you don't want to tell them, you know. Right, and you, right. you will You will do that, like, I don't want to. Or I'll, I'll look at <laughs> something know? that I could do right now and say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> something simple exactly. like changing the tablecloth. So the, the I get hmm. notes from the universe every day, which is a fun thing on on the Internet. And here's the one that came today. Sometimes when you're ready for a change and you kn- kind of know it, but won't admit it. When it comes, not only are you surprised, but it hurts. Yeah, I know that doesn't help much, but unless you remember the ready part, because there's simply no change that might ever transpire in time and space that happens before you're fully able to use it for your own growth and glory. And it says, love watching you create from the universe. Wow. But it That's just really spoke, cool. So, so so what the message is, there's no change that might ever transpire in time or space that happens before you're fully able to use it for your own growth and glory. So mm. that's what I'm going to say to myself when I'm up to my earlobes and 
How many sweaters <laughs> do I have? You know, I mean, how many well, no, but this is confidence. Use? Well, that and you talk about that in your article, and what synchronicity to get that message today too. Um, when yeah. you look at your article and you, you talk about, you know, remember, you know, you, you know, you, yes. once you know the, 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 you know, the three Fs, and you can use that in when you're moving, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you, you, when you recognize that you're going in that, you remember, you like, remember, this is, you know, this is something that it, it's a reaction, basically, right? That's your this reaction. Is your instinct. And so yeah, 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 you're, you're going into the instinct reaction, and you have control over that. So it's about confidence, because otherwise, we're just, you know, and, being like and, a servant to the instinct. And not just reacting, you know, mm-hmm. not, um, what, I, I think. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I think we can get, uh, what's the word? We can find ourselves just exploding or, as you said, when we first started this whole conversation, is that it's a time when there's a lot of tension. And if you don't have systems and you haven't been really paying attention to your own emotional reactions, you can find yourself blowing up or or uh, having an emotional reaction and and unless unless your thinking brain doesn't say yoo-hoo, look what you're doing you know if you're not paying attention to what your body's doing or your emotions are doing it can it can get messy mm. yeah because if you're if you're even if you're freezing if you just say never mind i'm going to go take a nap you know my reaction is go ahead take a nap naps are good um but you know we have to we still have to finish this <laughs> that's right um, it doesn't make it go away yeah that's no, where the deadlines come in yeah, yeah I think that you always have to have a date on things. Like you want to do this, it's in anything. If you want to move to a new neighborhood, you need to know, well, what t- year do I want to do this in? What What is my mm. goal to move? Mm. You know, even in life. I mean, like you're saying, okay, I know I'm going to downsize, and it's going to be around this mm. time frame. You're already looking because then you're already being active in your goal. And mm. if you didn't have like a time zone or even if it's five, ten years away, you're not going to start working on it. You'll just wait, and then you're going to freeze again. And then you're going to fight with everyone because it's like, hey, I'm in a hurry. Move over. Get out of my way. (laughs) There's also that that, um, living in the state of denial, Mm -hmm. you know, that freeze, to Mm -hmm. me, is you're in a state of denial. Um, You know, like when a deer crosses the road and it it starts and it sees a Mm -hmm. car and it stops Mm -hmm. and it looks, it's it's in a state of denial. Should I go? Should I stay? Mm -hmm. I don't know what what to do. Well, I'll just stand here. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that kind of, yeah, yeah, they just freeze. That's a state of of denial based on insecurity. And flight does that too. Flight is, I think, very tied to that because flight is Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to run away from this. I mean, you know, you're going to freeze. And then it's almost like the, the flight is the reaction of the freeze. Well, the flight actually, in the case of the deer, is a good thing. I mean, it gets out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. fight, flight, and freeze are their their instincts that help us, but yes, um, in some places, not as yeah. not as mature necessarily. Not not being not in the mature way always. You know, so mm-hmm. we need to. It's a matter of knowing it. It's a matter of being able to say, "Oops, look at me," or "What am I feeling?" You know, to be able to ask oneself that. I'm not sure everyone is able to do that. <clears throat> you know, I think it's interesting because when you also look at, um, you know, a family moving, I think yeah. this is a very good time for a family to sit down and go, okay, these are our instincts. And having that family conversation for kids, a reminder for the parents, the teens, everybody involved. And then, you know, it's part of that list we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Like, make the list. You know, we know divide and conquer. You know, that's what happens when you move. Everybody knows what they're doing, you know. And it's, yeah, if we're unpacking the kitchen, Nancy's doing it because you don't want me to do it because I'll put the, <laughs> you know, the glass in the in the oven drawer or something stupid. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? So everybody has their thing. And I think this is where communication, it can actually become a fun experience once everybody's on board, and and it is fun. I think moving is fun. Um, there's points of it that become tedious and hard work, but um, I always get into that mode, like you don't want to empty the car, like here where we are now, there's the boxes up and down the stairs, and if I start moving the boxes, whether it's up or down, I know to continue doing it, because if I say, oh, I'm going to take a rest now, the chances of me going back to do the rest of the boxes, is it, they're not going to happen. You know what I mean? So there's a, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's almost like Everybody a family getting together. It should be team, it's a team effort and should cheer mm-hmm. each other on, especially if you're carrying boxes up and down stairs. One for needs sure. cheering. It's like, good for you. Yes. Yeah. And I, I know when... afterwards. Thank you. When my That's parents... Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. You were talking about my having a sort of a, a vision of, mm-hmm. you know, someday moving into a smaller place. My mm-hmm. my most recent wish, and I've had friends laugh at me and say I couldn't do it, but my most recent thought is to live in a tiny house. My son mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. up in New York City, and I don't want to live in New York City, but if I had a tiny house, I could drive it within spitting distance of New York City so, you know, park it somewhere in mm-hmm. northern New York or Connecticut somewhere, and he could take the bus to come see me or I could take the bus to go see him, it's mostly to see my granddaughter. But um, if you live in a tiny house, you don't have five or six or seven sweaters. You know, you only have two yeah, or three. Yeah, exactly. You just maybe. have what you need. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I mentioned it to a friend. I said, I'm not... I don't know how rational it is for someone my age to live in a tiny house. Um, I I don't think I would ever climb up to the uh, lofts that they build. I would have my bedroom on on the floor, you know, regular floor. Um, and my friend mm-hmm. laughed and said, "You you couldn't you couldn't stay in something that small. You're 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 too expansive a person. You have too many people in your life and so many things that you do, and you couldn't you." You wouldn't be able to say, and I thought, oh, I wonder if 
that's me she's talking about or herself because mm. I, I don't perceive myself the way she does. But uh, that that's mm. neither here nor there. I, th- I just think the concept of could you live in a tiny house and and uh, what would you take with you, that kind of thing, I'm I'm liking that idea. Mm. That's I like cool. the idea of, of taking a tiny house and putting it in a park and living there. Yes. And then you've got the outdoors. And then when the weather turns and you know it's gonna, winter is coming, you pick yourself up and you go to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the moving exactly. aspect of it. And there's so many different ways. On Instagram, I follow all these people that have turned vans into their tiny house. They've turned you know school buses into their tiny house. And there's all these ways of doing it. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's some challenges cool. to it. And to me, that's part of the exciting part, you know. And if yeah. it gets really bad, then you just get another tiny house and then you connect the two of them, you know. <laughs> but it is also very environmentally friendly, you know. That I love the ones in, in Florida. They're doing these they, huge. Yeah, it is. And you don't have to clean so that, much. That's, that evaporate. I mean, they burn your refuse and then once a week you go in and, and pull the little bowl out and, and dump it mm-hmm. outside. I mean, it's just ashes. Wow. That's fantastic. This is interesting. I'm sure. I'm not, which is nothing well, you've got to keep life. us posted on the tiny house idea because, you know, <laughs> Nancy and I are living mm-hmm. in a tiny life. You know, with, you know, with, with uh, what we do, people expect us to be in a motor home with going on our Love Your Parks tour. I mean, we're going to be full-time in May. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, that's it. And it's, we have literally one suitcase each, a carry bag each, our photography gear, computer gear, yep. and a kitchen box because we've learned you need a kitchen box and Priscilla, our sock monkey. And then what happens is everywhere you travel, here comes all the visitor bureau uh, mm-hmm. pamphlets and you know all the tourist brochures and the books, uh-huh. and here's all these things you need. And it can, last time, it starts to build up and build up, and, and it, that's where it gets to that Buddhism mm-hmm. side of, Whenever you add something, you need to take it out. It's the same thing. If you have a glass of water, a full glass of water, you can't keep adding to the full glass of water. You need to take a sip before you add more. And that's the rule we live by. And it really helps because at the end of the day, I'm not carrying everything. We have everything in a RAV4. That's it. That's the road. And And you're in a RAV4. That's it. That's how we travel. Are you sleeping in it or... Oh, no, no, no. Well, no. we have slept in interesting areas in it because you had to in rainstorms and rest areas as you're trapped because we've done some really I've, – I've done, I've done a couple stints where I thought I could drive from Arizona mm-hmm. to Louisiana, and I've done it and achieved it, and I don't recommend anybody doing that. No. It's a really not a well, cool, smart thing to do. Well, not as quickly as you tried to do it. No, no. You can, you can do it, but you don't do it in one trip without – Staying in a hotel. Right. Don't, right. don't right. do it. Right. It isn't worth it. But, you know. Um, but, you know, I think when the way we live now, like if if I had what we have now technology wise, we wouldn't have all these photos. They would have been scanned and right. yeah, put on right. a computer. So this mm-hmm. time around, um, and we will be scanning them eventually mm-hmm. so that. Yeah, we we don't lose the information, but we don't have to have all the boxes of all these things. But they're valuable yeah. because they're you know some are twenty, thirty, forty years old in different countries, and look what it looked like then, and look what it looks like now. You know, yeah. yeah so, so where are you going, stuff. and and what's the plan? Now that's really funny. Yeah. Now no. 
We get the map out and we throw darts. I know. At I'd it. love it if it worked that way. <laughs> so no, what we're doing, uh, we leave here in May and um, and maybe a little earlier, and uh, we start in Yuma, Arizona. The historic Coronado Motor Hotel is our tour headquarters, so we have a place to land and get our work done when things get too hectic and make sure we don't carry brochures in the car forever and uh-huh. that we go and type <laughs> the things up that we need to and put them up. And uh, so we start there and we go this year and um, we go to Greeley, Colorado, and we are uh-huh. going to Springfield, Kentucky. We are going to Natchitoches, Louisiana, and we're doing um, we're working on a, three different historic trails, four actually. Uh, oh. The Pony Express, <laughs> the Juan Batista de Anza National Historic Trail, and the Pony Express and California Trail are actually connected, so there's two. The Butterfield Overland Mail Route, and uh, we're going to do part of Old Highway 80, obviously a little bit of Route 66, but also the El Camino de Real de Tejas. Ah, El Camino Real de los Tejas, which um, goes from Mexico, uh, we're not doing the Mexico portion, up uh, through Texas, up through to Louisiana. So we're doing those and the Natchez Trace part. So there's, yeah, anyway, Tennessee, Smoky Mountains. (laughs) um, So that's kind of what the the general route is and hashing it down to get everything on board and everybody on board. um, That's what's happening now. We're working on that now. What's Springfield? Springville, Kentucky? Springfield, Kentucky. It's in the center of Kentucky. Um, It is uh, the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln's family. And so we're Ah. going there. We've been covering it for a while. And it's um, on the Transcontinental Bike Trail. It is uh, part of the Holy Land Tour of the really, family history-wise, it's very, very rich. It's on the Bourbon Trail. It's it's on the Barn Quilt (laughs) Tour uh, Trail. It's, It's it's like the crossroads, and it's uh, also surrounded by all kinds of parks. So that's, yeah, we're documenting. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Every single park, whether it's a national park, a state park, a community park, every single park that we can find, we'll be documenting. So that's ah. the plan. Yeah. And gathering stories as we travel. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Very well, interesting. W- are you going to tell people when you're going places? Because I'm not that far from central Kentucky. I know. We'll come and see you. Yeah. We're gonna, well, we'll let everybody you. know on nationalparktraveling.com where people can go to loveyourparkstour.com. And uh, we'll be updating our itinerary as soon as we have some solid things and everyone gets our newsletter, we'll get it. On social media, we'll see it. So, yep, that's the whole thing. Well, we know one thing is that you will not have a problem packing and moving. No, we won't. No. We might. We have to watch. We might have the, you know, not the freeze part, 
not the flight, well, because we'll be constantly flying, uh, but the fighting could happen because <laughs> we could bicker <laughs> on, on uh, road directions and getting lost. That's, that's where that could I happen. That funny. would be the only thing. But you have to have, I think that's the thing, too, just touching on the moving part is people recognizing mm-hmm. that so they do not have big fights. I mean, because you could get to this point of, well, I'm not throwing it in the box, I'm just throwing it at you. <laughs> yeah. right. we, we even have, like, we have a system, um, and I know it's going to take a couple of weeks to fall back into our travel systems because we've been here uh-huh. instead. Uh-huh. Um, we we check each other's rooms before we leave to make sure we never leave anything behind. Uh-huh. And you get so used to your suitcase um, and when you first start, you say, okay, I'm going to take everything on my suitcase. I'm going to hang it all up really, really nice, um, you know, because you have a closet and you have a bathroom and you have your bed and you, you have a chest of drawers. I'm going to take all my stuff and I'm, mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to pretend I'm at home. And you put in all your undies and all that in the, the drawers in the room. And then about a week later, you go, okay, I'm leaving it in the suitcase. I'm pulling what I want. <laughs> I'm going to hang up three days' worth of clothes. And then when you leave, you you never use a chest of drawers because you will leave something in. So now we have to back each other up and mm-hmm. check each other's rooms because you do it with new eyes. And you have a basic yeah. wardrobe of jeans and T-shirts mm-hmm. and hiking boots. And, you know, you, you have a basic, basic wardrobe. You don't take everything under the sun. And not only do you check rooms, you check uh, when you do hotel laundry or have to go to a laundromat mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. I've left knickers across the country. <laughs> <laughs> it's her flagship. <laughs> Just saying. It's true. Oh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. but yeah, I I love this topic of, of fight, flight, or, you know, freeze, um, and, and understanding that because then people can become more aware and, um, and have fun with a move because it's exciting. What are you going to do with the garden? What are you going to do in the kitchen that's different, you know? So I think it's an exciting time. It's tedious work, but... It's exciting. So I think this is a really good topic, you, Sarah. You, yeah, you can yeah. really oh, stress good. yourself out for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stress yourself out, yes. And, yeah. and remember, control is not a dirty word. I mean, it's fair to say, okay, why am I feeling out of control here? What What's mm-hmm. going on? Because that's really why the instinct kicks in. Mm-hmm. I it's think if you ask yourself that, you can answer it, and then you'll calm down. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. Thank you. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was saying. Yeah. And, I love and, that. Uh, I love that. The, mm. the 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 thing is that this whole this this concept that we've been talking about the fright f- fight fright or freeze flight or freeze um, it, it if if you're working in an office you know or a school or whatever for the federal government. Um, Oi. And and you're on, you're working without yeah, getting really. paid. I mean, the same the same kind of concept uh, is appropriate to to notice that you know that you you don't have control. You're being called back to work and you're not getting paid, and there's not a bloody thing you can do about it. Hmm. And exactly. and so getting angry or being rude. And I think I think one of the remarkable things about this work shutdown is that the Employees that are being asked to work who aren't getting paid are not being rude and unpleasant to the customers. Mm-mm. They're being just Mm-mm. as polite and well-behaved, if you will. And and I think that's remarkable because I think it, it can be incredible. pretty annoying. Yeah, There's a lot of people yeah. cleaning parks that shouldn't be cleaning up human waste. And mm-hmm. um, 
I, I, I just, there's just so much good that's, it, that's out there. You know, there's negative, obviously, and the whole thing is negative. I, I don't even get started because that would be like a 10-hour show, and I still wouldn't even be at the beginning. And to me, it's, it, you see humanity stepping up in, in places, and um, that's always good to remember when things are not pleasant that um, you can change it around, and it is about a, a different attitude. You know, and yeah. I think that's again going back to you know the fight, freeze or flight. Um, it, taking action is always better than not oh, taking yeah. action. Positive action is, is what I mean. You know exactly. Um, and so I think that's you know Joan Baez. You know one of my favorite quotes in the world is that she said is action is the antidote to despair. It's my favorite favorite quote because ah. otherwise you get into that freeze part, and despair yep. comes from freeze. You know, people yeah. can go into depression over change, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and and it is painful. But you, if you have a plan and start working it, it is not painful. You know, it you'll go through it quicker. Let's put it that way. It's better to run and jump through the ring of fire than dance around it and keep scorching yourself or sitting. Well, there. yes, I think oh. you pretty much said it all right there. I know, I know, I know, Sarah. It's always so good to chat with you here on Big Blend Radio, and uh, everyone again. Um, if you don't want to be a difficult person when you move, uh, read Sarah's article on Blend Radio and TV dot com. It'll also be featured in the spring issue of Big Blend Radio and TV magazine, um, and you can get that at Blend Radio and TV dot com. Her articles are up there, but also the best thing is to go get her book. Uh, lessons from a difficult person, how to deal with people like us, of course, on Amazon and BNN and all those places, and uh, connect with Sarah on her website, sarahelliston.com. And uh, we always love to play music for Sarah. And, Sarah, your song today is by oh. Wally Lauder. Uh, Wally, it's W-A-L-L-Y-L-A-W-D-E-R, Wally Lauder. He is based here in Silver, uh, Tucson, Arizona. We met him on our tour in Silver City, New Mexico. Uh, and he still goes back and forth. And they're within, what, two and a half hours from mm-hmm. each other, the two towns or cities. Anyway, uh, this song is called Leaving Town. And uh, <laughs> it's it's about, you know, a loved one leading, leaving mm-hmm. town. Because, you know, when Aww. people move, it changes a dynamic for people that you're leaving as you go. And uh, that's always interesting to deal with, <laughs> having moved many times. And some people never want to talk to you again. And uh, yeah. some people cheer you on and you stay friends for the rest of your life. And yep. um, so there's always that balance, too, just saying. Mm-hmm. So here it is, leaving town. Thanks so much, Sarah. Oh, you're welcome. I had a great time. Yeah, Good. absolutely. And see you in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hear you're leaving town I won't see you around You're moving on to brighter things, my friend It's not so many miles Forget about this song in a while. 
Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.